Nobody brings Philadelphia fans closer together like the Green Legion. From tailgates in South Philly to invading enemy territory, this group is home to the true Philadelphia sports fan. Now, their party hits the airwaves. Quimby, Michael Diaz, Chris Sachs, Slash, Super Sam, and legendary wide receiver Irving Fryer always keep the conversation going. So crack a beer, take a shot, and join the virtual tailgate now on Green Legion Radio. Test run here. Test run. Green Legion Radio, Fox Sports, Philadelphia. We are here at the world-famous Parrot Lounge in Fort Lauderdale, everybody. But we're also brought to you by Cheerleaders Gentlemen's Club in Philadelphia. Make sure you check out the new Cheerleaders Gentlemen's Club. It is the... I can't say it. I was going to say it's the it's the tots. Can I say that? Jansen and get away with it? Uh, the new I mean, you say a lot the, of things that tops? I don't know if you're going to get away with, so I'm not. I I don't know at this point. I have no <laughs> I have no guess on whether or not you should. Probably not. I would say. But you you do you, Quimby. It's okay. Uh, I, I I will continue to do so. You guys, we are at the world famous Parrot Lounge. We are trying to give a test run here to see if we can get our sound proper for the season opener for the Philadelphia Eagles against New England Patriots here with Fox Sports. Broadcasting the pregame show live from 3 to 4 p.m. You guys, make sure you are around for that. we got a gang full of people in here right now, and everybody's looking at us like we're crazy. Uh, this is Quimby, by the way, in case you guys haven't uh, uh, heard from me in a little while, in case you guys forgot who I was, because I certainly forgot who I was for a little while, but the move is finally over. And, uh, and now entirely based in Fort Lauderdale. However, do not think... That changes anything regarding the Green Legion or Green Legion Radio. Have internet, we'll travel. I'll be up for every single game. I just have to take a two-hour flight instead of a 15-minute a, a cab ride, and I don't mind doing so. Now, I, I do got to ask, now that you are a Florida, Florida resident, uh, you know the Florida man thing, like Florida man headlines? Uh, I'm not saying you would get arrested, Quimby, but what would be your Florida man headline? Like, what would you, what would you be your, what would you be arrested for? Again, hypothetical. Not saying you will. Florida man headlines? Yeah, like, you know, Florida man tries to fight an alligator or something like that. <laughs> something dumb. I, I'm, I'm always wondering what yours would be. What, what shenanigans you would get uh, into there. <laughs> I can only imagine. <laughs> Actually, I don't know if I could imagine. I've got, I've, got, I've got my co-host chirping in my ear right now. I can't understand what he's saying. What do you got, Dan? Say something. No, I don't have anything. Can you hear me now? Yeah, I can hear you. Oh, all right. We just had to turn this up. We had some uh, uh, technical I think, issues. I think my, uh, I think my headline would be, uh, Florida man strangles roommate for trying to bother him while he's hosting <laughs> yes! the radio show. There it is. That actually, that's perfect. <laughs> it's not going to end the way he thinks. <laughs> Everybody, there's going to be a twist at the end of that story. <laughs> Everybody also joining us today, moved from Marina Del Rey, California, to be with us in Florida. Permanently, my fraternity brother of 34 years and excellent, excellent and close friend, Dan Leonardo. You call him Leo. Back in studio, we have John Jansen. Who, John, going to rely on you for some content as well today because we, Dan and I were, all right, 
I have a lot of issues with one of the other sports talk stations in the city. We all know this. And I understand that you have to come up with content sometimes when there is none. But when you're when you're reaching for it at every cost, at every turn, and at the same time trying to ruin somebody's uh, career in the process, at some point somebody's got to step up and say, yo, shut the hell up. Just shut up. And there were a few things that were talked about on that other station yesterday that we're going to go over. And, you know, and fine, I can't wait for the letter from... from from the parent company, but I mean, if you're stretching for ratings this bad, it, it, seriously, come up with a new new format. Do something, all right? Because it, it's getting old, all right. One of the reasons why we're here at Fox Sports the Gambler because we don't take Collins, but it's not that. It's it's so lack of journalistic uh, a, a moral approach to journalism, and. and Hey, let's come up with a topic that'll piss everybody off today, and let's talk about it for three hours. Great. Can't wait. Can't wait. Can't wait to get pissed off more than I was when I, was, when I woke up. All right? But at the same time, don't try to throw somebody... All right, we're going to get to that. It's, it's going to be about Marcus Mariota. People were calling for his head yesterday, and, and I, I'm just... I'm not... I'm not down with that. All right? I, I'm, I'm just not... <laughs> We're gonna get to it. Sorry, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to I'm trying to preface everything. Let's get to the let's get to the business of the show right now. Uh, Fox Sports pregame show once again going to be broadcasting live from three to four p.m. on Sunday, September 10th, live from here at the Parrot Lounge. It's going to be myself and you got it, the legend, the doctor, the Reverend Mr. Irving Fryer will be here with us. Amen. Helping me host the show. Can't wait, right? Uh, it's also him and Serena's anniversary, so they're going to be down here for the whole weekend. We're going to show them a great time. It's going to be a lot of fun. Actually, this is his first. It'll be his first time at the Parrot, so can't wait for that. You guys, we are an iHeart Radio station. Make sure you download the iHeart Radio app. Rate, review, subscribe, and download Green Legion Radio on Fox Sports The Gambler, Philadelphia. To get all of our episodes up. Shows brought to you by our friends at Bud Light, Bud Light Seltzer, Michelob Ultra, Stateside Vodka, and Stateside Bourbon, and now Stateside Surfside, everybody. And I have a huge announcement to make live today. It is going to be something that everybody can enjoy, and it's got everything to do with Surfside. Dave Babuso, State Farm Agency, Greater Philadelphia Health Action, Bucks County Baseball Company, Premier Window Cleaning, WeHateDirtyWindows.com. That's WeHateDirtyWindows.com. The Ludlam Bar and Grill in Sea Isle City, formerly La Costa. Echelon Health and Fitness in Voorhees, New Jersey. And Echelon Health and Fitness now in Audubon, New Jersey. Check out their new location. Ask for the Green Legion Bronze Membership. And, of course, ENJ Mobile Cigar Lounge. All right. Uh, so Dan got a little... Dan got a little hammered last night. We all know that. He's he, he needs to uh, he needs a little bit of liquid courage. I'm trying to I'm trying to get it in him, but it it's taking a little while. Uh, but we'll, we'll we'll get him. We'll get him. Uh, but we all right. Once again, back to this other station. All right. Sure, Marcus Mariota had a bad game. All right, we get it. All right. Marcus Mariota is not going to have a lot of good games. 
what do you what do you think his role is here? All right, and uh, Dan, I'm going to throw that to you, Jansen. I'm going to throw that. You know what? I'm going to throw it to Jansen first, and then and then let Leo hop on board on this. Jansen, all right. We don't we all know what kind of a quarterback Marcus Mariota already is? Yes, and he what, is a backup quarterback. What, what, <laughs> he is a backup quarterback. What, yes. I mean, please elaborate on it. What did what, what, what what are fans expecting from a backup quarterback? Yeah, that, and also, what are you expecting in a preseason? Like Mariota is playing with the second string, playing with guys that he wouldn't be playing with. It would obviously look a lot different if he's playing with the ones, even if it's in the regular season, going up against another team. That doesn't matter. Like he's going to go up with the ones, and it's going to look a lot better because the talent around you is amazing. So yeah, I just I, I think it's a, a little overboard. Not to not to say Mario is amazing. He's he's a backup quarterback for a reason, and he's been a backup quarterback in his career now with the Raiders and should have been in Atlanta. But it's yes, I don't expect anything much. This is about what I expect. I, I, do and this boat and this boat's a, this, so. Marcus Mariota, what's going to take place? If we understand, you have to have a, a, a functional backup quarterback in this league, and it doesn't necessarily mean the difference between going to the playoffs. It has everything to do with seeding in the playoffs. All right, and we found that out. All right, we found that out with Gardner Minshew. All right, because Jalen Hurts went down for a couple weeks, and we can expect that, especially with the amount of. Uh, 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 times Jalen Hurt is out of the pocket and, and running, you know, we have to we have to accept that him making it through an entire season healthy is going to be an anomaly. All right, and let's let's not let's not make too fine of a point on this. If Jalen Hurts goes down for the season, all bets are off. All right, Marcus Mariota is not taking you to the Super Bowl. All right, and he's definitely not going to take you once you eviscerate him publicly after a preseason game with the number twos. I, I don't know. You, you got you, you got to weigh in here a little bit. Okay. Yeah. I you know I get it. The expectations of a, of a backup quarterback is you know they're not high, but the, the drop off from Jalen to Mariota. Yeah. If Jalen goes down, we're done. I mean, it doesn't matter how much talent is around him. This guy. He's he's just not going to. I mean, if he's got to hold his finger in the dike, uh, for <laughs> I knew you were going to do that, <laughs> Jansen. He made that one too for, easy for a week or two. Maybe he can get the job done. It's going to look like a completely different system because he just can't do what Jalen does, and that's going to affect the rest of the team. And it's also going to affect defenses that are playing against them. They're going to wreak havoc on him, and I just don't see that much of a drop off for Mariota. I mean, we could do better. And you know who I'm going to say, but we could do better. Uh, oh, okay, now here we go. All right, Jackass yeah, number one. Nick, next to me. Nick Foles' performance in the Super Bowl has made everybody completely bananas on what a backup quarterback. Bananas! Really is. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> Absolutely bat crap crazy. Yes, yes. Thank you for and, censoring that, and, though. Thank you. And, uh, you're, you're welcome. Uh, so let's let's talk about that. All right, what's the difference between Nick Foles and Marcus Mariota? Well, A, an MVP Super Bowl. Uh, but before that, before that run, what was the difference 
between Marcus Mariota and Nick Foles. I'm going to both of you. None. And I'll even say Nick Foles was terrible before those two games in the NFC Championship and the Super Bowl. He was terrible. He looked worse than what Mariota looked like. So it's it's unpredictable to try and get a Nick Foles run and everybody trying to find that backup quarterback and think, oh, well, we got to make sure we have a good backup quarterback because look at Nick Foles. Nobody knew that was going to happen. Like, nobody predicted that. So I, it's it's crazy to me that it could all of a sudden be found again. I get again. it totally. But the experience level that Nick Foles has over Mariolda is is so extreme. So extreme, yeah. He didn't. He didn't do great, uh, but he kept us in there, and he was not flustered uh, by any of the situation. And I think okay. if you put Mariota in at the end of the season, or when Jalen's likely to go out for a week or two or three, uh, Mariota's not going to get it done. I, now I, I get the whole Nick Foles does not perform outside of Philadelphia. He looks like crap everywhere else. But I'll tell you, when he puts on that Eagles jersey, he is Superman. And he could hold it together. Everybody, Green Legion Radio here on Fox Sports. The Gambler, Philadelphia, 102.5 FM, Philadelphia. We are at the world-famous Parrot Lounge. Can't wait. This is a warm-up for our show on the Eagles home opener, September 10th. We're not going anywhere just yet. I just want to keep giving this announcement out. We come back from this first break. We're not taking it yet. We're going to talk about some Green Legion stuff, which is really cool. But... On, I, I gotta ask ourselves a question, all right? And, and while, while I say it, uh, you know, I, I realize I'm probably putting the finishing touches on my hypocrite portrait. Uh, but is it possible that Philadelphia has established a culture that just isn't conducive to winning? And the, what I wanted to say, when I asked you guys the difference between Marcus Mariota and Nick Foles up until that Super Bowl run was basically nothing. All right? But, exception one, Marcus Mariota almost had an opportunity to play here as Chip Kelly's first pick. We all know that. All right? He wanted to bring him here. All right? And he was eviscerated before he got here. He was eviscerated uh, yesterday after the performance two nights ago. Nick, Nick, Nick was never thrown in that light. Nick was never thrown in that light at any point in time. As a matter of fact, thanks, Riley Cooper, because if it wasn't for you dropping that damn ball, we would have beat the Saints in that first playoff game. 100%. All right. Instead, Darren Sproles, the guy we picked up a year or two later, wound up helping us get to a Super Bowl. But fact is, Nick was never put in a negative light. Nick never had that negative support. After uh, after Thursday night's game, people, people immediately forgot that Marcus Mariota won a Heisman Trophy. Marcus Mariota has won games as a starter in the NFL. Is he Jalen Hurts? No. He's a chess piece, a chess piece in the big game of the NFL roster. And my question is, have we just become so blind to the fact that all right, look, roast him in a game. But it's freaking preseason for Christ's sake. Go ahead, Leon. I know you uh, want to jump in. Roasting that's 
pretty harsh. I don't. I don't think it was. He got roasted. roasted. I mean, they but, were ready to kill his career yesterday. Okay, what is what what is the greatest asset of the Philadelphia Eagles offense when Jalen's on the field? The offensive line. Is, it, is the line? Is it the receivers? It's the offensive line. Because when you put Mariota out there, he, he's going to run great, but he's, he's basically negate our receivers at this point because I don't trust the guy I don't throwing that. the ball. I don't believe that. Because if he has to come into the game, the game plan is going to be dink and dunk. What does A.J. Brown bring to the table that no receiver we've had in a very long time does? Yak, baby. Yards after catch. All right? My plan let Rashad Penny and DeAndre Swift run the crap out of the ball and dink and dunk to your receivers. You ready right now? you got a Quez Watkins who's pissed off. He came into camp ready to play. All right, you know why? Because he's going to have a contract year coming up real soon. All right, with that fact, all right, he is begging, begging for receptions or targets amongst the two receivers that set an all-time record for Philadelphia uh, receiver duos, all right, and Dallas Goddard, all right. Fact of the matter is, Marcus Mariota probably won't have a difficult time overthrowing Dallas Goddard, all right. And that pass could have been caught. The one that it kept replaying could have been caught. He didn't even jump. Yeah, it was a bad angle. It's not that he overthrew him. It was a bad angle. But I'm not ready to. I'm not ready to kill this guy's career. As a matter of fact, I'm still hopeful that he is the functional, but a functional piece here. And all we're doing as a city is making sure that doesn't happen. Because <laughs> right now, if he's married, his wife and kids are going. Yo, let's get the f out of here. <laughs> you, I think we just need to, you know, weigh our options here. Uh, just. What are, what options are you going to weigh at this point? You're not bringing in another another backup quarterback. I'm just saying. Anyway, uh, it's very concerning. It's very very concerning. That's what we're going to if and when Jalen goes down. Here's the deal: when you combine State Farm Home and Auto Insurance, you save an average of eight hundred eighty nine dollars. State Farm agent Dave Abuso is ready to help you combine home and auto in South Jersey and Pennsylvania and Delaware. Call Dave today: eight five six seven four zero. 5012. That's 856-740-5012. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Average annual per household savings are based on a 2019 national survey by State Farm of new policyholders who reported savings by switching to State Farm. Individual premiums will vary by customer. All applicants subject to State Farm underwriting requirements. Guys, this is Green Legion Radio. This is one of the last Saturdays before the summer's over. We hope you're enjoying listening to us down the Atlantic City Expressway or the Garden State Parkway. We're on Fox Sports. The Gambler 102.5 FM Philadelphia brought to you by Cheerleaders Gentlemen's Club. And we're broadcasting live from the Parrot Lounge in Fort Lauderdale. Jansen on st- in studio. Leo next to me. This is Quimby of Green Legion Radio. We'll be back. We will be back right after this. Can wager on it. We're talking about it. It's the gambler. But Green Legion Radio, Fox Sports Philadelphia. 
Brought to you by our friends at Cheerleaders Gentlemen's Club. Make sure you check out all the new renovations at Cheerleaders Gentlemen's Club. The best gentlemen's club in Philadelphia. We're broadcasting live from the world-famous Parrot Lounge in Fort Lauderdale, Florida. Host location of the season opener Fox Sports pregame show hosted by myself and Irving Fryer. Coming all the way down from Philadelphia to help me take care of business. I'm alongside my good friend Dan Leonardo back in studio, John Jansen. We're talking about how everybody in Philadelphia has had massive expectations for a guy that has no expectations of himself. <laughs> you guys, come on. For God's sake, give Marcus Mariota a break. All right. We, he's the most experienced. Look. If, if Mariota has to come in for any length of time, it is not Marcus drop back, see if he can find a hole. No, it's dink and dunk. It's going to be a healthy dose of DeAndre Swift, a healthy dose of Rashad Penny. By the way, we are going to get to the log jam at running back with this team here in, in, in a little bit, which is really it's really kind of a story in and of itself. You lose Miles Sanders. By the way, Miles, I ain't mad at you. All right, we know you didn't like fans from Philadelphia. All right, we know it. Even though Penn State fans are a breed of jackass on their own. But we ain't mad at you. All right. And guess what? We're better off without you right now because literally, literally, I, we'll get to that. But six running backs right now. And that fourth running back position is not locked up yet in any way, shape, or form. Even though yeah, it should be for a guy that that can literally blow the Giants out of the water every single every single time he plays. But Mark, back to this Marcus Mariota uh, situation and Nick Foles. All right, Dan, do you know where Nick Foles is playing right now? No. You help if you're talking to the microphone. <laughs> there you go. No. I don't know why. No, you keep pushing it away. It needs to be right here. I got it. I got it. Uh, Jansen, where's where's Nick Foles right now? Nick Foles. Um, I have no idea. Probably out having a good time, reading some Bible verses somewhere. Yeah, he's not. <laughs> I know he's not in Philadelphia right now. Probably not. Right. Yeah. All right. I think There's probably enjoying Nick life not in a football locker room right now. I'm sure he's just having a good time. Now, here, here's the best part. Here's the best part about yesterday on that other station. Oh, my God. Let's sign Nick Foles right now. Let's sign Nick Foles right now. What makes you think Nick Foles even wants to come out of retirement? Because he said he was ready to play. He, oh, he said did. he would come back. Oh, That's how this whole that. conversation got started. Really? Yes, yes, yes. He's, he's, he's in shape. He's ready to play. He's not ready to walk away. He didn't walk, directly, walk away. He, he it's did, not easy for him did, to walk away at all, is say, it? He didn't directly say, hey, Jeez. I want to go back to Philly. But he said, I'm not really? unopposed to it. Wow. I didn't even hear this part. That's how the conversation got started. Jansen, how do you feel about that? If Nick Foles wanted to come back, what do you say? Well, the last time I saw Nick Foles play, he got benched for Sam Ellinger and was a complete disaster. <laughs> so, no. I, I Look, as much as I can say Marcus Mariota, maybe the guy is cooked. I know for sure Nick Foles is cooked. Uh, Nick Foles is not good anymore. 
I don't even think he was ever that good. I'm sorry. I don't want to, like, bash the guy because I, I love Nick Foles. Amazing thing for this city. But, yes, Nick Foles is there's not a good quarterback a, there's a anymore. There's a statue in Philadelphia that he says is, otherwise. He is. He's great. I love Nick Foles. <laughs> but now, right now, he's not good. He's actually terrible. I don't even think he'd make the roster. I think he would keep, like, if, if this was any other team but the Eagles, they would keep Mariota and Tanner McKee over Nick Foles. Uh, uh, yeah, I, I, I agree. Um, but was that, was what Dan just said, was that him saying, I want to come back? And, okay, let, how about this? How about this? Or does it create another situation? <laughs> how about this? All right, Tanner McKee, all right, had a nice game, you know. We, we Okay, great, but you're not going to be anything more than a third. What if you brought Nick back in as a third, and would it be pressure on Marcus Mariota like it was on Carson Wentz that season after the Super Bowl? Does it? Does any of this make any sense at all? I think the most realistic scenario if, with Nick Foles in Philadelphia in any way, shape, or form is to have him on the sidelines with a clipboard and mentoring these guys. Well, I was going to say, I think he should. I, I think he should start. I, I could be wrong. No, here, I think he should the start. Comment, the comment was, the comment was that uh, he wants to retire in Philly, which is like, come on, of course you do. And they should. And they should hang. And him. they should honor and, that. And, and for for. The, even the little amount that he did, what he managed to accomplish in a four-week period is an entire Hall of Fame career as far as we're concerned. And don't forget, don't forget uh, by any means, all right, look, there's stories, there's a great story with me and uh, with Nick Foles and I, all right, uh, uh, in Fishtown, uh, 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 something in Sons. Uh, I forget the name of the restaurant. Jansen, do you know the name of the restaurant? Uh, kind of known for their brick oven pizza, but it's very high end. No, I don't think I do. It sounds uh, good, though. Michelini and Sons? Yeah, Michelini no. and Sons. Oh, I think is, I did, is it the... No, okay, never mind. No, no, I'm not. I don't I don't know. It sounds good, though. It's, so it's, if you, if right you find of, out, give me the deets. I could use a good pizza today. It's right off the front. It's underneath the train tracks, but... I was on a date there, and I didn't even You're on notice. a what? Uh, the, the, the girl that I was with, a date, date. You know what a date is? A what? All right, because we know you haven't had one in a long what do you, time. What do you do on those? Yeah. <laughs> thanks, thanks, Quinn. Dude, win a date with John Jansen. I'm stop, telling you, we should do stop it. Stop it, just, stop it, stop you're it. Just, you're, just, <laughs> you're, just, you're just a bit of a Siamese cat. I, yeah, that's that's a book I would read. Quimby, yeah. Quimby dating one hundred and one. Yeah. Oh no, there was nothing. There was nothing that went well with Jamaica pay. Jamaica, why you got to bring that in? It's close. <laughs> so, uh, we're on this date, and she's, uh, I, you know, to compare levels of Eagles fans. When you make it your entire life and everything that is your recreation. Uh, it doesn't make any sense to compare who's a bigger Eagles fan. I'll just say she is as much of an Eagles fan as any of us could be and extremely knowledgeable about the game, uh, an athlete. And uh, we sat down and didn't even realize. I didn't realize. She did. She went. And I'm like, pal, I'm glad I had that effect on you already. Here comes the letter, Jansen. I got you. But uh, she goes, there's Nick Foles. 
There's Nick Foles. And he was literally sitting two seats down. Now, we were on the same row, so I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have seen him. And I'm trying to be a good date. I'm concentrating on her. And I go, ah, wow, there he is. And there's a, there's a great Nick Foles story with the Green Legion. And it, it, oh, it boy. should be told now. <laughs> What'd you do to Nick Foles? No, no, What'd no. What'd you guys do to Nick Foles? No. What Nick we Foles did, is too what nice. We did is we tried to have, for you guys for to be hanging with we, you guys. We, try, we tried to. <laughs> you're not letting me finish, man. I hate you. Right <laughs> I don't now. know if I want to hear right. it. Uh, no, no, it's a great story. Okay, that's good. Right. So, <clears throat> 2013, Oakland Raiders. All right, don't tell me I'm not uh, in my right for telling this story. So whenever the Green Legion has an opportunity to go to the West Coast, everything's different now. As a matter of fact, our, it's sad to say that our Oakland slash San Francisco trips are kind of a bit screwed moving forward because the the Niners play in Santa Clara, which is a dump, by the way. I mean, it's a nice spot, but there's nothing to do. Unless you happen to be at the same hotel as a Victoria's Secret salesperson conference, like we were the last time. Giggity. And uh, Oakland is now in Vegas. But in 2013, and look, going to Oakland is never something that we would do. You know, we don't want to put anybody's security at risk. So, if we're playing in Oakland, we're staying in San Francisco. We're staying in Fisherman's Wharf. And we're just, you know, driving to Oakland. Get game day. We had the, uh, we had such a, uh, because San Francisco is such a great town to visit. Visit. Let me say that. Visit. All right. Because of everything there is to do. We had about 450 people on that trip. Maybe a little bit less, maybe 425. But because the Raiders were absolutely terrible that year, absolutely abysmal, and had been for a couple years, which they've known to be, we got all of our tickets, lower level, 50-yard line, behind the Eagles' bench. And about 425 of us saw and watched Nick Foles throw seven touchdown passes in that game and his cleats hung up in the NFL Hall of Fame. But if you all remember, all right, there were five and a half minutes left after that seventh touchdown. And every one of us in that section started screaming at Chip Kelly. Put Nick in. Put Nick in. And we did it with a great cadence. So it didn't like... Everybody in Philadelphia seems to actually finish quickly when you start that. And everybody starts doing it real fast. Now, perfect cadence. And it was a good 30 seconds. Put Nick in. And we know he heard Nick turned around and looked at us and was kind of like, you know, keep it down. We were trying to get him his eight. Because he would be the only quarterback in NFL history to throw eight touchdowns in a game. Who's the tie with? Peyton Manning. Good company. You understand? Nick Foles' career, as simple as it's been, 
It's been extremely powerful. Once again, thanks, Riley Cooper. Thanks for dropping that ball as we would have beat the Saints in that playoff game, that freezing cold playoff game. Uh, but this is all coming back to the story of Michelini and Sons, uh, which, by the way, great restaurant. Uh, I'm, I'm pretty sure that's the name, Michelini. And uh, sitting two seats down, they finished. Nick and his, I think it, it was his wife, still his wife at the time. He, you know, he's very, very, very staunch family man. Yeah. Um, he got up. And when you, you look at Nick Foles on a field amongst Giants and he just looks kind of there. God, this son of a bitch was, he's a big boy, right? Right, six six, and, and every bit of it. It's it's not Allen Iverson six foot one. As a matter of fact, you know, Nick probably could have gone six seven if you really pushed it. Yeah, you know, just quaff the hair up a little bit, and all of a sudden, you know, he could have had a basketball career. But I got up because I I, I just I wanted to thank him. I'm not starstruck by anybody. As a matter of fact, you know me, I uh, Dan uh, Jansen. You even know I. It's very rare that we have a relationship with with athletes. Uh, you know, a lot of them are 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 not the easiest people in the world to deal with, and that's not a shot at a at a former uh, at, a, at a former uh, co-host here at all. As a matter of fact, that's still the exception to the rule. It's just most of them, you know, you, you, you take with a grain of salt. But I know Nick is very humble, and you know, nobody else was paying attention to him either and this is backup year this is super bowl backup year and i got up and i walked over to him and i i, I said nick uh, I'm, I'm, I'm really sorry to do this i don't want a photo i don't want an autograph and i don't want to make a scene in any way uh, i just wanted to thank you and that's probably a pro an approach that he hasn't hadn't received or many times before uh, you know, again, this is prior to him being Super Bowl MVP. And he goes, I, I, uh, for what? And I go, well, I know you look back because we saw you. But I was the one that had over 400 people behind the bench at the Oakland Raiders game. My name is Quimby. I own the Green Legion. He goes, ah, oh, that's you? And I and immediately, like, not vindication, but you kind of feel... A little good inside, a little warm and fuzzy. Like you just had another shot at Jameson, Rachel. Uh, and he goes, you guys were the one that were cheering, put Nick in. And I'm like, son of a bitch, yeah, you, you, you knew. Uh, he goes, dude, thank you. And I'm like, no, thank you, man. You gave over 400 of my clients one of the best game day experiences of their lives. And, and I said this to him. And I know we don't we don't want to talk about it, but for some reason, if if Carson should go down, I feel really confident with you taking us to the to the house. Uh, you know, you can't make this stuff up. Sure is sure is crap. He, he he wins the Super Bowl for us, and I'm not taking any credit for it. But sounds like you the are anomaly conversation. That all right? Maybe I am. Uh, Rachel, I am uh, apparently uh, patting myself on the back enough that I need to have another shot. That's, that, that's what my producer is telling me right now. You can you can yank this. I don't think that's what I said exactly, but anyway, sure. We can go with that. 
I think you were trying. More, more, more tender moments with Quimby <laughs> will be coming to you in his new book, <laughs> Me and Jameson, A Love Story. A Love Story. <laughs> Jesus. All right, hold oh on a second. God. Let me get through this. All right, everybody. Premier Window Cleaning is a leading window cleaning company in Philadelphia and the surrounding areas with 30 years of experience. They offer commercial and residential window cleaning, pressure washing, parking garage cleaning, graffiti removal, post-construction cleaning, and more. Every employee is trained, certified, and goes through an extensive background check at Premier Window Cleaning. Your satisfaction level needs to be 100% as no job is complete until you're happy. With clients like Children's Hospital Philadelphia's main campus and all of its satellite campuses, Lincoln Financial Field, Comcast, and University of Pennsylvania, you cannot go wrong. For more information and a full list of services, give them a call at 267 534 5198. That's 267 534 5198. Or head to their website, wehatedirtywindows.com. That's wehatedirtywindows.com. Quimby from Green Legion Radio. Leonardo, all the way from California, now a Florida resident. John Jansen back in studio. We're on Fox Sports, the Gambler, 102.5 FM, Philadelphia, brought to you by our friends at Cheerleaders Gentlemen's Club and broadcasting live from the world-famous Parrot Lounge in Fort Lauderdale, Florida. We'll be back right after this. Green Legion Radio, Fox Sports, Philadelphia, 102.5 FM. We are broadcasting live. Oh, yes. Uh, wow. Hold on. Can I do that? Ooh. I, I, I love how you did that around my computer. Everybody, we have a former Green Legion deep blue calendar model here right now. Ivana? Ivana? Ivana. Uh, it is nice to reconnect with you. It has been a long time. Uh, and you don't look any different. If anything, you look better, uh, which was a difficult thing. You crazy Latin women, you just get better looking with age. It's nuts. Uh, they are here supporting a vodka that I cannot talk about because we are sponsored by Stateside Vodka and Stateside Bourbon. Uh, by the way, we're brought to you by Cheerleaders Gentlemen's Club. And by the way, the Latinist Irish girl on the planet, Jess, just arrived. Yes. Yes, everybody. Jess just arrived. Uh, we're brought to you by Cheerleaders Gentlemen's Club, and we are broadcasting from the world-famous Parrot Lounge here in Fort Lauderdale. You got Rachel, you got Christy, you got Jess. Uh, I mean, here's the fun part about the staff. And uh, Leo, you're just you're just finding this out now. Uh, the staff here doesn't they don't leave. You get a job here. You count your absolute effing blessings, and you you become part of a a family much bigger than yours. And I, I I can tell you safely, after coming here for the first time in maybe 2007, 2008, I even got a little comfortable talking about that. Uh, Joe O'Donnell, uh, the owner here, John O'Donnell, his son, uh, Mitch. Greg, uh, uh, Tommy, uh, 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 God, Savannah when she was here. Uh, just everybody here. If you ever want to feel 
If you're in Philadelphia and you ever want to feel like you're home, go away on a trip and come to the Parrot Lounge in Fort Lauderdale. It is just, it's just, it's home. You hit it on the head. It is. It is. It's a family, family run. It's uh, everybody that works here, all part of the family. Uh, but I think the burning question everybody wants the answer to, Quimby, is what did you have for breakfast that you are so in these loving moments today? Because I now live in Florida. Oh, you're, you're getting soft. I think the sun Hold on a second. is getting you soft. Kiss my Richard. <laughs> How about that? Is that better? All right. You son I, don't of a think, bitch. I don't think people are going to recognize this new I'm gen- ha- I'm gentler, kindler, I'm kinder. Oh, it's not gentler Quimby. and kindler. I'm going to get angry as every every minute we get closer to the season, I'm getting angrier. But anyway, you guys, time to make your reservations for another amazing Eagles season. Head to GreenLegion.com to get signed up for Tampa, LA, Kansas City, Dallas, and Seattle, and get signed up for day trip games to the Jets, the Giants. And the commodes. Yes, I said it. The vagiants. There is no way I can get a letter from the FCC for saying the vagiants at all. I will say it once again. The vagiants. And the commodes. Make sure you check out the Cheerleaders Gentlemen's Club bus for those day trips as well. A lot of fun. That's where we're going to be broadcasting the Fox Sports pregame show. From the Cheerleaders bus to these games. GreenLegion.com or call 215-666-5940. That's 215-666-5940. 21 seasons, baby. Finally legal. Finally legal. The best Eagles road trips around. Uh, You guys, announcements right now. These are important. Uh, Let's see. This might take us to the top of the hour. Uh, We have 10 game tickets left for Tampa, which means any package that involves a game ticket, there's 10 of them left. Wow. And that might be a stretch. And when that's done, uh, Stephanie and I agreed that that's enough. Uh, That's over 500 travelers with game tickets. Uh, We are over 800 people at the Steinbrenner Field tailgate right next to Raymond James Stadium. Uh, Leo and I are excited about this one. We've had one of these tailgates already. Fun announcements. Fun announcements. Lefty Lucy. If anybody knows Lefty Lucy, that was the band that performed on the practice field in San Diego, will be joining us in the uh, uh, what's the What's the uh, inside stadium area called? The, uh, 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 the when you come out of the seats. The hoof. No, the covered area. The comma. Uh, uh, Commas. I don't know. The quad. Or the, <laughs> we're the covered area. We're streaking through the quad. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Is KFC still open? I'm in. <laughs> so Lefty Lucy is going to be performing at our Tampa tailgate. And in the bullpen, DJ Tree Murphy is going to be performing as well. Brother Tree. Brother Tree. Uh, It is a great lineup. We also just ordered. uh, uh, So I don't God, I've been drinking way too much lately. And uh, uh, 
uh, the, 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 what's the what's the area called? Forget it. Don't worry about it. I can't harp on. You're doing but, great. Uh, the covered area. Thanks, Jansen. Um, so you, you kiss my ass too. Uh, basically, we had to counter for weather, and as uh, Leo and I have recognized. Uh, now being residents of Florida, right about 3 or 5 o'clock every day. Like clockwork. Boom. Everything opens up. It's hot down here. And what else is hot is Rachel in those yoga pants. And Ivana and whatever she just walked away in. But uh, we had to prepare for weather. So the open area, the commissary, the, the, uh, the word I can't figure out. If anybody wants to text it to me. Uh, let me know. Uh, and I gotta do something here real quick. But uh, that area is now going to be where Lefty Lucy is going to perform, and Tree's going to perform inside, so he doesn't sweat to death, which is great. And we have over 800 people, and we just ordered 11. Monster Misters. You saw the pictures, right, Dan? I did. Yeah. It's very special. It's pretty cool, right? Um, and what we're going to do right now is we're going to take an early break. Jansen, is that okay with you? I got to do You are taking here. a break right on time, Quinn. Just found out. You're doing great. Are we right on time? Oh, do you have other things That's to do other than fitness. your radio show? I'm sorry. Are you busy, Quimby? <laughs> Esalon Health and Fitness located in Voorhees, New Jersey and now Audubon, New Jersey voted best gym in South Jersey five years in a row membership starting at $8.99 per month family and locally owned indoor track newest cardio and strength training equipment three studios, indoor pool, whirlpool and dry sauna even a kids club over 100 group fitness and Thrive personal training sessions per week MBSE Thrive personal training considered the best group training in the country and is exclusively offered in South Jersey at both Echelon Health and Fitness locations. Member Perks, Echelon members save at over 800 local businesses simply for being an active member. Call 856-454-2976. That's 856-454-2976 for a free 30-day all-access pass or go to echelonhf.com. That's echelonhfhealthfitness.com. Green Legion Radio, Fox Sports, Philadelphia, 102.5 FM. Brought to you by our friends at Cheerleaders Gentlemen's Club and broadcasting live from the world-famous Parrot Lounge in Fort Lauderdale, Florida. You guys, a couple messages, and we'll be right back. Everybody, Green Legion Radio, Fox Sports, Philadelphia, 102.5 FM. Brought to you by Cheerleaders Gentlemen's Club and broadcasting live from the world famous Parrot Lounge in Fort Lauderdale, Florida. My name is Quimby, joined alongside uh, Leo and back in studio producing our good. I don't know if I want to call him friend. Yeah. Uh, John Jansen is back in studio. Uh, oh, thanks, Quimby. Loves to give me as much as much grief as possible. I Just think that last when we went to break, I think that actually the was the first time you've Irish ever been mad. The most Irish girl at me. we've ever met. 
Okay, I'm I'm definitely not okay. You already knew that, Jeff. <laughs> we're gonna get we're gonna get Jess on uh, uh, and Rachel. By the way, uh, Rachel has weather detectors. It's really fun. Yeah, there it is. There it is. All right. I have no idea what just happened. Everybody, Green Legion Radio, uh, the G-rated version. Uh, there are big changes no coming thing. to Cheerleaders Gentlemen's Club. I guess that's not the G-rated version of. Uh, not only does cheerleaders have the sexiest entertainers in the city, cheerleaders will be the most beautiful gentlemen's club in Philadelphia. From the stunning new sleek VIP rooms to the best view for all sporting events on their 75-foot video wall. The amazing chef Felix will be serving the tastiest food in a new state-of-the-art kitchen. Follow cheerleaders' social media at Cheerleaders Philly to see the renovation process and... Get back in there as soon as you can. Once again, best gentlemen's club in Philadelphia. All right, what am I missing here? We have been talking about Green Legion trips, and uh, I'm sorry about that, you guys. I had to take care of something with a group in Indianapolis because our tailgate at Nevermore during the Indy game last year was so awesome. The guy had just bought the place, and he actually asked me to help him try to establish a local tailgate presence like we have at Xfinity and I was happy to do so and we uh, had a few more orders today right before the uh, the preseason game so I had to get him caught up on that speaking of Green Legion tailgates at Xfinity go Dan oh you look like you wanted to say something not at all you sure absolutely not Jansen do you want to say anything no Ready? Did Jansen, you want me you to say, say anything? anything? Five, four, three, two, <laughs> one. No. Got it. Um, big announcement. Probably one of the best announcements we have made in quite some time. Our tailgates at Xfinity Live, which you know sell out at 750. We just opened up an area that will allow us to go to 900 people per tailgate. Our tailgates are $79. That's four hours of open bar with premium stateside vodka, unlimited well drinks, Michelob Ultra, Bush Light, Stella Artois, Golden Road Mango Cart, Bud Light, Bud Light Seltzer. And if you want to now... Take the upgrade. It's now called the Pennsylvania Surfside Victory Upgrade. For $10 more, everyone, for $10 more, $89, you will get eight tickets, which you can use for any stateside Surfside drink. Stateside Surfside. It is... The biggest thing to hit Philadelphia from an alcohol standpoint in a very long time. And in addition to that upgrade, $10 more. Understand, at Xfinity Live, you pay $14 for a Surfside drink alone. These are spirit-based iced tea, lemonade, peach, and half-and-half -half drinks. Eight. You get eight tickets. And in addition to that... If you're a craft beer guy, 
Unlimited Victory Brotherly Love and their new beer coming out, which will be there in time for the start of football season, Victory's Road to Victory Beer. So for $10 more, you get Unlimited Victory Brotherly Love and Road to Victory and eight tickets for Stateside Surfside. You guys, this is huge. All right. And I'd like to thank Brian Quigley from Stateside Vodka for actually helping to make that happen. Uh, Brian, we appreciate you. We appreciate you guys in a big way. Now, we're all Philly, baby. No, thank you, young lady. We're all Philadelphia. All right, we have our main beer, uh, our main alcohol, and our premium alcohol is all Philadelphia-based. Stateside vodka, unlimited stateside vodka drinks. I think people forget that. All right, stateside is a premium vodka distilled right here in Philadelphia, right there in Philadelphia. Sorry, I have to preface that. Right there in Philadelphia. And now for $10 more, $89. And that's not just alcohol. Remember that. It includes a massive menu. We're talking about a brunch menu for 1 o'clock games, even though we don't have a lot of those. Eggs, bacon, potato, uh, breakfast potatoes, uh, 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 sausage, peppers, and onions, uh, pulled pork, skirt steak. Uh, during uh, afternoon games, it's the barbecue menu. Barbecue chicken. Barbecue a beef brisket, pulled pork. I mean, we're talking about everything that you want. You can't, you can't handle the food. And now we have every bit of Pennsylvania and Philadelphia-based alcohol as well. We are happy to have that. $89 as opposed to $79 will get you the Pennsylvania Surfside Victory Upgrade. Take advantage of that. Tampa trip. I know. Don't make these commercials. Blah, 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 blah. I never wanted to make the radio show a commercial, but we're getting up on that season. We are exactly 174 spots from our Tampa tailgate this year being the number five most attended Green Legion tailgate of all time. Wow. And we are... Four and a half weeks away. Listen, here's the deal, everybody. I have to tell you this, and I know you don't want to hear it. We have a cap. All right. We have a cap on the Tampa tailgate. It is 1,300 people. We cannot take any more than 1,300 people. We're about 470 people away from that, where that sounds like a lot. As this game gets closer and closer... It will absolutely dwindle. I expect us to be sold out from this tailgate two weeks prior. Understandably, that's going to piss some people off. But we can't take any more space. All right. One thing that we've always tried to pride ourselves on with the Green Legion is to make sure that when we have control of the situation, there are no lines. We admit to a, a, a problem that existed uh, in Vegas at Caesars Palace, 
and I am uh, uh, by virtue of a, 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 a settlement agreement I'm not allowed to speak further about it all right we have our hiccups because eventually you have to turn this over but we've already had a tailgate with our friends at Legends Hospitality Group at Steinbrenner Field and they knocked it out of the park and that was for the playoff game two years ago unfortunately it ended up in a loss but uh, these guys know what they're doing. It's a bit fluffy. I'm not gonna lie. We're we're a little high end on this one. A little bougie. A little bougie. Oh, I love the bougie. A little bougie, uh, and worth every penny. Worth every penny, you guys. I promise you that. So, in the concourse. Damn it! Knew I could fire that out. Ding 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 ding. ding, ding. We have to have enough space to keep you guys covered in case of rain. So. Uh, we have the entire uh, center field concourse available to us, and that's where Lefty Lucy is going to perform, and DJ Tree will be in the bullpen. You guys got to sign up for this. It is a higher price tailgate than we normally offer. We like to keep it within a certain parameter, but understand this. Steinbrenner Field connects to Raymond James Stadium via a flybridge over Dale Mabry Boulevard. You cannot get any closer. There is no bathroom issues. We don't have to bring in porta pots. We have access to massive bathrooms that were built for spring training baseball games with eight to 12,000 people. It is such an efficient setup in every way, shape, or form. Again, I don't want to keep pitching this, but. I'm not going to lie if I said I didn't want that mother effort to get to 1,300 people. And I want it to be done sooner than later. So, get to GreenLegion.com. Get signed up for that. All right. John Jansen. Hello. I want to talk to you about an interesting situation. And I touched on it with Miles Sanders and me kind of dogging him out a little bit. Uh, in our first segment, but it's an interesting scenario. Look, Miles Sanders is a great running back, and I do wish him well in his career unless we are playing against him. I do. <laughs> Even though, he, you know, you came from a school that coddles its athletes even when you suck. Yes, I said that. All right came from a school that coddles its athletes and you weren't prepared for somebody calling you out even though you finally admitted it right before your contract year congratulations so you realize you had to hit gym a little harder you had to be a little bit better conditioned so you could stay healthy so you could make that eight and a half million dollars you just got over that three-year period look go ahead say it what do you got do it uh, uh, he's one of the lucky ones he's one of the lucky ones because you know it's a dying it's a dying position it is. It's a dying position, especially when you have and athletes like Jalen Hurts out there. And there's two dying positions we're going to talk about here. It's it's safety and it's running back. But right now, let's talk about, look, Howie, and I'll give him grief when grief is due. But you also have to remember, and again, finishing up. The, the you know the putting the finishing touches on my hypocrite portrait. Uh, 
when you go to a Super Bowl, like we did in the 17th season and in 2018, uh, everything's going to dismantle itself. You might have another year. And we did. And we had that opportunity. And Alshon Jeffries cost us that opportunity. But I don't think he did. I also think Doug Peterson didn't need to get that playoff before the two-minute warning. We'll talk about that to my dying breath. But once you go to a Super Bowl, you may have one more year before your team dismantles itself. Because everybody's playing in a system that makes them look great. And... Like we saw with Nick Foles, gets offered an $80 million four-year contract with the Jacksonville Jaguars after playing within a system that makes them look great. So, there's no argument here. My testimony to Howie right now is other than linebacker and Kaiser White, I wish you didn't hold a grudge, sir. You were one of my favorite guests on the Players Show, but I wish you didn't hold a grudge. The reason why Kaiser White is not playing for the Philadelphia Eagles, they offered him the same contract that the Arizona Cardinals did, and he's a local boy. He doesn't like N'Kobe Dean. That's the issue. But back to this, all right? Howie, from a running back standpoint, managed to retool in what could possibly be a massive way. Let's let's talk about the particulars and what we saw. Who had more carries in the Super Bowl from a running back standpoint? Miles Sanders or or Kenny Gainwell? I think Gainwell had more carries. Gainwell touches. had more carries. Gainwell had more carries in the playoff run. Alright? And what was the team doing? Not sure it was a smart move, but I think they wanted to see what Kenny, Kenny Gainwell could bring to the table in the postseason, knowing full well that Miles Sanders was not going to be on the roster the following season. I'm not sure I would have used the Super Bowl as a test run. I get it. Give him some confidence. This is a long-term build, hopefully, even though that contradicts the statement I just made. But with that being said, all of a sudden, Jansen, I want you to jump in on this. DeAndre Swift, Rashad Penny. All right, not even just those two. All right, we're talking about, uh, 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 oh, God. Uh, uh, whoops. Uh, You're doing great. This up and I fully, thank you. Uh, What'd you do? Did you spell something? I absolutely. I spilled my <laughs> my pride. Oh. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, Trey Sermon. Feel bad for you. All right. Kennedy Brooks. Yeah. What's the deal with Kennedy? Because he's well, listed. Kennedy Brooks. As other. Is he only? Is he injured? Well, here we here we go. All right. Right now, he's the only back not on the first. Well, no, he's not. Oh, what on the on, on the, the on, on the, the roster on the on the depth chart. Well, he's not, and neither they're all they're all on no, your Trey one Sermon spot. isn't on that uh, either. All right, right here. Uh, this is a different deck chart. Anyway, uh, I'm looking for my seats. Where are they? Uh, log jam at running back. All right, Boston Scott. 
We know he's a giant killer. And almost worth the roster spot for two games out of the year. But do you give that up in lieu of a Trey Sermon who is 40 pounds heavier, much more of a threat in just picking up yards. Here we go. You're talking about running backs. DeAndre Swift is your starter. Rashad Penny. Kenny Gainwell, after taking more snaps in the playoffs, is now your third running back on the Eagles' depth chart. That's a little crazy. That's a little crazy. And Boston Scott is your fourth, just above Kennedy Brooks and Trey Sermon. Is this an interesting scenario? Is this something, Chance, that I want your, your, your thoughts on this. Is this something, could we see... Could we see any, 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 uh, 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 what's the line from uh, Hunt for Red October? Crazy Ivan. Could we see a crazy Ivan before the start of the season? Because I'm, if you told me that any one of those running backs, any one of them, that includes Kennedy Brooks and Trey Sermon, if you told me any one of them were my starting running back for the season, I wouldn't be mad. I wouldn't be mad. Jansen, thoughts? I mean, it's a great running back room. Uh, I think leading the way is mostly going to be Swift and Penny. I'm not. I I, I think Gainwell is going to be involved heavily, uh, but I'm not believing that like Penny or Swift aren't really the priority Jansen, backs. Jansen, I yeah. interrupted you. Interrupted you. Sorry. And, and and the only reason why I I I'm doing this right now is, do you think the team is prepared to give Rashad Penny? that many carries based on his injury history. Yeah, I, I just think they won't do it out of out of principle, out of what they've always done. Uh, it's going to be a running back by committee. I don't think he's going to get more than like 15 to 20 carries a game. You know, I think it is going to be probably 10 Penny? to 13. Yeah, Penny. I, I, I think Penny's not going to get nearly as many. But that's the same thing with Swift and Gainwell. I think it is going to be a, a revolving door at running back. Unless somebody, look, unless somebody during a game, you know, has a couple good runs, seems like they have the hot hand, I'm sure they would stick with them a bit more. But I think it is going to vary greatly week to week and even drive to drive. I, I think it's going to be all over the place. In a good way, though, because I think you're right. I think all those guys are really talented. Yeah, I, to- I totally agree on the carries because, I mean, the, the offense, let's face it, it's going to be 60-40 passing to running, if that, maybe 70-30. Yeah, that yeah, too, yeah. Completely uh, agree. It's probably, be, you know, somewhere between 65 and 70 uh, to, to, to 25 to 30, and, and these guys aren't going to get the carries, and they are going to do it by committee, and then they, then they have Jalen in there. So, I mean, we're going to see him running. I mean, how many times did Jalen run last year? All I know is Jess just yelled I think at he, me I again. think he had the, me- the most uh, with 90. I want to say somewhere around 90 design runs. Um, that's going gonna, gonna to subtract from all of these guys. Well, and, and we know DeAndre Swift can catch the ball out of the backfield. Which, man, this, this again kind of reiterates or, or, or defends my statements earlier about Marcus Mariota. <laughs> what? He doesn't have to throw the ball down the field if he's in there. <laughs> Damn it, Don't just throw started. the ball two yards and put it in the hands of people that can make plays. I don't, I, I, I don't know. I don't know why I continue to harp on this, but I'm a little pissed off. 
I'm buying you a Mariota jersey. And you're going to wear it all season. I'm going to find a way to get you off of the mortgage. <laughs> <laughs> all right. everybody. Now, now that we have that on the record. Yeah, everybody, EJ Mobile Cigar Lounge. We can be found on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, at EJ Mobile Cigar Lounge. Website, EJMobileCigarLounge.com. They will come to you for any occasion and event. I have to be honest with you. One of the greatest additions we had to our home tailgates last year was E&J Mobile Cigar Lounge. Uh, we're outside. 80% of our footprint is outside, which means you are allowed to smoke. So for those who want to enjoy a cigar while prepping for a game, man, they are just awesome at what they do. They are the premier luxury mobile cigar and hookah lounge in the Philadelphia area. Once again, coming to you for any occasion or event, text EJ at 215-806-3999. That's 215-806-3999. You call or text. Everybody, this is Green Legion Radio, Fox Sports Philadelphia, 102.5 FM. We are brought to you by Cheerleaders Gentlemen's Club, and we are broadcasting live from the world-famous Parrot Lounge alongside Dan Leonardo. Back in studio, John Jansen. This is Quimby. We'll be back right after this. The Gambler. Philly's home for all things sports gambling. I got nothing. I am angry right now. Angry. <laughs> angry. John Jansen, you went from the top, the premier echelon producer, friend, co-host with me to... I, dude, I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't piss on you if you were on fire. What did I do wrong? Wow. Seriously. What did I do Seriously. wrong? Green Legion Radio, Fox Sports, The Gambler, 102.5 FM, Philadelphia. Brought to you by Cheerleaders Gentlemen's Club. Broadcasting live from the world-famous Parrot Lounge. All, everybody's here. It's great. Uh, great spot. I'm not there. Uh, Joe's, uh, and you're not allowed here anymore. You said, everybody, right? you said everybody's there, but I'm not Go there. Go to hell. So. Go to hell. All right. <laughs> flat out. You just said Andy Reid is the best head coach in the history of the NFL. Yes. Yes. First of all, justify that over Belichick. Uh, Well, Belichick isn't helping out his career right now. I think he's been a terrible coach. I hate to say coach. He's a general manager. But also Tom Brady. Like, of course he was going to win a bunch of Super Bowls. It was Tom Brady. Andy Reid got his Tom Brady, and now he's winning a bunch of Super Bowls because he's a great head coach. He's an amazing head coach. He's he's, won two. And he's going to probably win. Two. He's probably going to win more. You think Patrick Mahomes is just going to stop at two? You think he's uh, just just two Super Bowls? That's it for Patrick. That's it. He's going to win way more than two. Well, considering we're playing them in the Super Bowl this year, I really hope that's not the case. Oh, I hope not either. I yes, because that would mean Eagles. Absolutely hate you right now. But what? I just. With what did Andy Reid do to fiber you? Fiber of my. Uh, what did, what did, did, he, did he do? Personally, no. did he like steal your girlfriend or something? Like, what do you do? <laughs> yeah. I can actually say I look thin next to him. Oh. And there's not, a, well, there's think, not a lot of people I, I can say that. First, from what I hear about Andy, you should love he, Andy Reid. Yeah, for that. he seems to be, uh, would also agree with you. Uh, he seems to be very aware. 
All right, first of all. <laughs> Screw you guys. I'm going home. Um, there was an interview that we had listened to because, once again, my roommate refuses to boycott the station that I have. Uh, but it's great, though, because, in all fairness, it's giving you gotta me a listen. Li- you got to listen to it's, all sides. It's Sure. It's given me uh, <laughs> some ammo for today. And uh, the ammo is, first of all, try to be a responsible journalist, for Christ's sake. Marcus Mariota is not going anywhere. And don't eviscerate his career as an Eagle based on a preseason game, you absolute jackass. All right? Thank you. There it is. I, I spent 20 minutes trying to say that. But, you know, we could talk about, you know, the midday crew over at WIP and how they eviscerated Marcus Mariota because you have nothing else better to talk about. So why don't you do yourselves a favor? Go back to the drawing board, read something, come up with something that actually means anything in the journalist world, and stop throwing the guy under the bus that we actually need this season. And at the same time, that now uh, puts the finishing touches on my hypocrite portrait. Because I've done that an innumerable amount of times. But I don't know, man. We're poised. You know why? You know why I've done it in the past? You know why I've completely thrown players under the bus? Why? Because we haven't been in a position where we know we could win this thing. The whole thing. All right? We retooled. The only question mark right now is linebacker. And it's a question mark. But... But we got better at almost every position. I want to talk about Terrell Edmonds at some point. I want to talk about the safety position here. I want to talk about Andy Reid's interview. Trent Cole, when Hollis and I were doing shows, and this was in uh, the, the COVID, the, the, the high time of COVID, uh, uh, Hollis was fantastic, man. Alice is friends with everybody. Uh, unfortunately, the exception me at this point, and you know we won't bring that up other than I just said that. But uh, Trent Cole, good friend of Alice's, and Trent came on our show and talked about the condition of the field during the 2009 NFC Championship game against the Kurt Warner-led Arizona Cardinals. But this was a different scenario than it was with the Super Bowl, but maybe not. Am I a conspiracy theorist? I, I don't I don't want to think so. Every now and then, you know, it, it, it dips into the back of the brain, but honestly, I don't give a damn enough to... To, to put that much effort or toil into it. But in 2009, that NFC Championship game, after the Eagles came out for their final practice, the Arizona Cardinals moved the field out. You know how that field moves out. They moved that field out off uh, uh, from the stadium and wet that thing down. Like they did in the Super Bowl. They wet that thing down, and what was the score at halftime? 21 to 6. 
it was almost an insurmountable lead to come back from. And I hate ending sentences in a preposition. But they, they lost that game in the first half. You know why? Because they didn't have proper footwear. I, I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry if I don't find that to be an effing criminal offense with something this large. Now, okay, maybe we can just discount it as an anomaly. Oh, it only happened one time. Somebody forgot to turn off the, 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 the damn hose. But when it happens again in a Super Bowl and you and I were in the kitchen of our home, which is fantastic, by the way. <laughs> and Andy Reid said, well, both teams had to deal with it. They did. You're right, passhole. All right, you're right. I said that again, passhole. All right, they both had to deal with it. However, the strength of the Eagles' defense in their pass rush is from their edge. And the edge could not get the edge on the field. Do you think this was a neutralization of both teams? No. It hurt the Eagles more than it hurt the Chiefs. You know why? Because we didn't have any freaking sacks. The team that led the league in sacks last season had how many in the Super Bowl? Zero. Against an offensive line that unless you were jacked up on something is not going to be good enough or efficient enough to prevent that defensive line from any sacks at all. Was this another plot? Hold on. Now, while you think about it, while you think about it, Jansen, based on what I just said, would a field in that condition neutralize or just be, okay, both teams had to deal with it? Or would it affect one team over another based on their strengths and weaknesses? Well, yeah, because it's neutralizing, especially for the Eagles' defense, the one part of it that's re that was really good and that is really good. So, yeah, I mean, look, I, I, I'm I, not too much on the, oh, well, the field ruined the Eagles' game because they were, you know, they should have won the game. They had plenty of chances to do so. They had a big lead. So it's not like that they ever were, like, really struggling in that game. So they should have won it. But still, yeah, I, I agree that the field did play a part in neutralizing what was the best unit on the Eagles all year in the defensive line. Absolutely. I, I Yeah, I agree with the neutralization. It, it hurt us worse than it hurt them. But but I don't believe it was uh, I don't think it was a conspiracy at all. Uh, it's know, happened twice now okay. in the same okay. freaking stadium. So who is that on if it's already happened in the history? I mean, how are we not learning from this mistake? I mean, you're playing the biggest game of your life. Now, I get it. Andy Reid's much more experienced than uh, Nick Sirianni. All right? Andy Reid probably and his team and his team of coaches 
probably anticipated field conditions, no matter what they were going to be. Uh, they did a better job than we did. We can't say they do a better job. And if we if it happened to the Philadelphia None Eagles in 2009 it. in the NFC Championship, then why are they not learning from their mistakes? Why are you not bringing the proper footwear? I, I just I can't I can't say and and I won't say that we lost the Super Bowl because of the field, because uh, you know John's right. I mean we we had the lead. You know, we made other mistakes that lost us that game. You know, it, it started to go downhill. As soon as he fumbled, that was, you know. Was, it a, perfect, put us, put was us, it a perfect storm? Was it? Here we go. Because when bad things happen, they happen in threes. Can we all agree on that? <laughs> okay. All right. Three things. Three things. That massive shot of cortisone that Patrick Mahomes took at halftime. The condition of the field. And Carl Cheffers being on the take. Okay, that I might get behind. All right, thank you. <laughs> that conspiracy theory I will get behind. You know, uh, Andy did have the perfect answer uh, for that question. Of course he did. <laughs> was it His was public it relations advisor prepped him for this thing. <laughs> well, Andy, you say this, I'll buy you another steak. Yeah. Green Legion Radio, Fox Sports, Philadelphia, 102.5 FM, Philadelphia. You guys... Hope you're enjoying your drive to or from the shore on one of the last weekends of summer of 2023. We're gearing up for another football season. Do not forget Green Legion Radio and Fox Sports Radio will be broadcasting live from the Parrot Lounge, the world-famous Parrot Lounge here in Fort Lauderdale for the Eagles' season opener against the Patriots. We will be live here from 3 to 4 p.m. with the doctor, the reverend, the should-be Hall of Fame wide receiver, three years with your Philadelphia Eagles, Mr. Irving Fryer. Uh, you guys, Green Legion Radio, Fox Sports, brought to you by Cheerleaders Gentlemen's Club. We have one more segment coming up, and we'll be back. Right after this. Spreads, totals, and all the prop bets in between. It's the gambler. Radio, Fox Sports, The Gambler, 102.5 FM, Philadelphia, brought to you by Cheerleaders Gentlemen's Club and broadcasting live from the world-famous Parrot Lounge in Fort Lauderdale, Florida. Uh, this was not a fluke, everybody. We planned to be down here to prepare for our Fox Sports pregame show broadcast from 3 to 4 p.m. on Sunday, September 10th. Right before the Eagles-Patriots game to start the season, it'll be myself. Jansen, are you going to be on the board there? Please tell me you will be. Uh, I most likely will be, yes. I live here. Right. Me. This is I, all I, I do. I understand. <laughs> you, should have a, you should have an air mattress in there. I should. That's actually a great idea. I should. Uh, of course, man. Of course. Uh, and uh, uh, in addition to myself and John Jansen, it will, be, it will be a skeleton crew, but it will be an impactful crew. 
alongside Jansen and myself, will be the Reverend Doctor. Number 80, 17-year NFL veteran, five-time All-Pro, five-time Pro Bowl. Three years Pro Bowl with your Philadelphia Eagles wide receiver, Irving Fryer. Uh, looking forward to that. Irv and I have been talking about that show all week. Uh, it's great. Uh, it's also him and Serena's anniversary. So they were looking for something to do. I'm like, Irv, hey, you want to come down to Lauderdale and, and host the, the pregame show with me? He goes, uh, yes. Yeah, so that was that was fun. Uh, real quick, because we don't have a lot of time here. Uh, thanking all our sponsors. Thank you, Cheerleaders Gentlemen's Club. I want to talk about an ongoing situation that I think deserves a bit of conversation. And it is the constant turnover at the safety position. Uh, you guys have all heard me speak very highly of Reed Blankenship. And it's not just because he was one of our greatest guests on the Players Show last year. Uh, it's not because he hits like a missile. It's not because he had an interception in his first game after C.J. G.J. went down. It's not because he shot Debo Samuel back into his mother's womb during the NFC Championship game. Can I get away with that one, Jansen? Is that okay? Yes, sure. You can get away with anything, Quimby, at this point. <laughs> All right. Uh, so Reed, you know, is under the five-year rookie. I'm sure it's four-year with a fifth-year option, and Reed's going to get locked up. Reed's going to be here for a while. He just... He had a long road. He is uh, ahead of his growth chart in the NFL. And that's awesome. And we had Marcus Epps fill that role at strong safety the last couple seasons. Maybe the last two and a half seasons. But what about free safety? Okay? Because we got Terrell Edmonds coming in from Pittsburgh. All right? And at what point do safeties in this league start to really question if there's a future in Philadelphia or if it's just a halfway house? Because over the last three seasons, there's been three different safeties in this position. Anthony Harris, CJ GJ, and now Terrell Edmonds. You know, Marcus Epps, I guess is a little bit of a different story. Came in, ranked uh, pro football focus, number 11, top uh, uh, strong safety free agent or safety free agent in the league after last season. But he's a homegrown boy. Why do you not? Unless, unless of course, you think you have something better in Reed Blankenship. And I get the CJGJ uh, complication. Guess he felt slighted, said no. Reports from uh, uh, from the Novacare complex say that he was offered the same amount Detroit gave him, but he uh, he was quick to say no. J- Jansen, if you're you're safety in this league, and this is an important position, let's not let, let's be honest. James Bradbury's a stud. All right, Darius Slay is going to need some help. 
I, I, I mean, do we, are we at all or ever trying to find consistency in this position? Or is it like running back right now, which could be a constant turnover? What, what are your thoughts? Yeah, a little bit. Because it's it's not like they're going to spend premium picks, you know, draft picks or anything, or try and spend too much on a safety. But they have tried before. They obviously got Malcolm Jenkins, uh, Rodney McLeod, also a really good safety. So they have spent before, and I just think they've missed. Like they just haven't drafted well at safety. I think finally they seem to they seem to have found a diamond in the rough. In Reed Blankenship seems to be pretty good, and hopefully hold has on, a good hold season on. this real, year. Real, yeah. real quick, do you yeah. do you agree? On my assessment of Reed Blankenship, I, I, I think that I, I, he is slotted as your as your starting strong safety, and and deservedly so based yes. on his yep. play from last year. I we were going to talk about this, but we we're running out of time because I can't shut up. But <laughs> <clears throat> I think Reed Blankenship is going to have a breakout year. I think we are going to love this kid in Philadelphia, not just because of his play, but because of his demeanor. Have you ever listened to the show when he was on last year? I mean, just just a just a humble, dry, witty, funny, let's get let's get our crap together, down to business, I'm gonna hit hard. Just a all around everything you want to see in a in a in a guy you want playing for your team for an extended period of time. Do you agree with the possibility of Reed being that player for the next four years? Yeah, I think so. I think he is going to be for the Eagles. So I, I think you you have that spot locked down. It's really trying to find the safety next to him because I think Reed has solidified that spot and is, is going to be good. And maybe they found something with Sidney Brown because I have been extremely impressed. So Sidney. Sidney. Uh, yeah, I think he's been. I think Sidney Brown's been awesome. I think the guy is, um, man, he's a hawk out there. He's he's a great tackler. So I, I think with with Reed and potentially Sidney Brown, I think you do have two safeties who you just mentioned with Reed. A lot of that stuff I could say with Sidney covers a lot of ground. Great tackler, hard hitter, all of that stuff. So I'm look. I'm not saying it's going to be the best safety duo in the NFL or anything, but I do think it's it's a solid one that you can work with, and I'm really excited about that. Yeah, I, I totally agree with that. You know, Sydney uh, uh, is a lot of fun to watch <laughs> in these oh, last so couple much games. Fun. I think he's got like nine tackles. He's all over the field. I don't know how his speed compares to Reed. Uh, I don't think Reed's as fast as Sydney. Not, but a, not even Reed close. Reed is. Um, but I, I, ah, I, I dump, dump button, dump button. You can't <laughs> I got it. <laughs> but I love Sydney uh, running around the field the way he does, and I think it's going to be a great rotation for those two guys at that position. By the way, I didn't preface, Dan, that you can't swear. <laughs> is that a bad word? Yes, it brick is. Crap yeah. house? Oh, yeah. well. You said yeah. bricks. <laughs> crap house is one word, right? Yeah, but uh, you didn't say crap uh, house. Well, you know, you can blame it on uh, Drexel University education. <laughs> well, no, I blame, blame it on Quimby. You can blame that's, a lot that's on That's an easy thing to blame even, on Quimby. Even though, <laughs> even though, even, uh, even uh, amidst my awful track record with the graduating class of 1993. <laughs> Anyway, um, so, but here we go. All right, based on that, uh, can, can we, are we, how are we going to find that free safety that 
solidifies this backfield because right now it's been a duck tape version. We got lucky. We got extremely lucky with C.J. Gardner-Johnson last year. Extremely lucky. Guy, guy was pissed contract year, coming out of the gate. Boom. Right? But that wasn't the case with Anthony Harris. We don't know if that's going to be the case with Terrell Edmonds. I like Terrell Edmonds. All right? Uh, he's a nice player. Uh, you know, will he shine amongst a team that's supposed to at least have a formidable run back to the Super Bowl? But is that what we're looking for? Are we continuing to look for that duct tape version I get it. At running back, you can get away with it. I don't feel like you can get away with it at the safety position or the the defensive backfield. Uh, it just it's our best years as a team were when Dawkins was there. I, I get it. That was a different free safety anomaly. Uh, you know, uh, uh, oh God, uh, uh, Michael Lewis, right? At strong safety for a couple of years and then fell off the planet, but. While we had that solidified, there wasn't a team that could play against us. With Sheldon Brown and Lito Shepard on both sides, that was the most formidable backfield we have ever had. And I don't know. I, I guess I'm looking for that again. And, and and where I, I are you? Find. Where are you with Kayvon Wallace? I like oh, how he's, he's terrible. been playing. I, but, I, I don't no, think I like good. how he's been playing, but he's he, he, it's three years now. All right, it's three years, and he has had opportunities. So. You know, I get it. I, we were talking about this Clemson royalty, mm -hmm. but he hasn't shown enough to step into that role. And you know, maybe this is why they are continuing to try to find these these plugs. So maybe Jansen's more right than I want to give him credit for, or even say publicly. Can I take all Clip that? that. Back? Shenanigans. Nope. Shenanigans. nope. Shenanigans. Already recorded. Already recorded. Thank you. Um, uh, you know, the reason why the team has to continue to uh, to search or uh, duct tape or band-aid this version of the backfield is because they haven't been able to draft properly to that position. And maybe Sidney Brown is well, that guy. I mean, the focus is on the front line. The focus is on no, pressure on the quarterback, no, right? No, 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 no. Remember, and we've had a conversation about this, you and I, but even more so on our show for a numerous amount of time. The only way that you can make it to the Super Bowl is if you draft enough quality players in rounds three, four, and five that don't hit your cap in an invasive way so that you can plug your holes with high-end free agents. All right? And that's what, that's what we have to have. To have. That was... That was your T.J. Edwards last year. Undrafted free agent. The absolute backbone of Wisconsin's defense for four years. And took him until his third and a half year. Then he figured it out. All right, And in his fourth year, in his last season under his rookie contract, we went to the Super Bowl. And he had 165, 167 tackles. You have to find those quality players. You can't just go after everything in free agency. And it seems 
and and and, and here we go. Here's here's a a, a, a complete uh, defense of your statement, Leo. The team is not going to go after defensive backfield in the first two rounds. They're going after the line. They're going after wide receiver or quarterback. That's their plan. Linebacker, safety, everything else, rounds three through. So we have to hit on one of those. Maybe we did with Sidney Brown, but are you going to hand the reins over to Sidney Brown right now, knowing full well that we have a shot at a Super Bowl or at least getting to it? Shaky question, right? Yeah, I mean, hope is not a plan, but like you said, <laughs> like you said, hope, hope that Reed, hope that Reed has a breakout year. Nah, I love Reed. Reed's going to be good to go. But uh, I think that's enough for us. I, I'm going to be back next weekend. Is not Labor Day weekend, right? No. Um, Captain gets in. Captain Demp's coming down to see us next weekend. Rexy coming in on Monday. Good to see him. Uh, I will be back here at least for a show by myself over Labor Day weekend on Saturday. Dan will be on a cruise uh, uh, with, yeah, yep, 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 yeah, we heard that, uh, giggity. And, uh, yeah, I got, that's about it. I'm, <laughs> I'm rambling at this point. Everybody, Green Legion Radio, Fox Sports Radio, Philadelphia, 102.5 FM. Brought to you by our friends at Cheerleaders Gentlemen's Club. Everybody, get signed up for your trips with Green Legion right now. You're going to run out of time for the Tampa tailgate, and there's only 10 game tickets, 10 game tickets remaining. So any packages you see, if you want to sit with us in Raymond James Stadium, I don't know what you're doing, Dan. You're pissing me off right now. Uh, brought to you by Cheerleaders Gentlemen's Club and broadcasting live from the world-famous Parrot Lounge. Everybody's here. Ladies, great. Joe, John, everybody. Mitch, Greg, Christy, Rachel, Jess, everybody. Megan, all of them. Fantastic people. Uh, That's it. We'll see you next week.